rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. What's up, party people? Hey, y'all. She's Queen Melody. And he's DJ Melodic. And you're tuned in to another episode of the Mind of Melodic podcast. We're on episode six. What are we going to talk about today? What is an NFT? What is an NFT? Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and answer that question. Go ahead and a little bit into detail and give you some perspective. We got a Road to Glory that's going to feature Art LeBeau. Mm-hmm vibing with Melody. She's got a little secret sauce for us. Yeah. Got a special, something. special minerals and spices. Right. And, and then, then you got another... Oh, I'm going to finally get into telling them about a little bit about my life, my childhood. Okay, can't wait to hear that. Right, we got a long way to go. That's part of the reason why I wanted to start the podcast was to document my story. So, for the kids. Mm-hmm. Little baby kids. Baby kids. And anyway, we'll get into that, and um, we'll go ahead and uh, tell you what we can to help you understand what an NFT is. Yes. Before we do that, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Jill Cat Pro Line. That's right, Jill Cat Pro Line. They're um, in the automotive industry. You order their product online, can't find it yet in anywhere, any of these stores, on, only online. It's kind of like Lucas, but um, it's a state-of-the-art technology that um, can basically restore your car's engine and um, its performance. So we're going to play their commercial, and then we're going to go ahead and get into a little story time. Can't wait. I want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat ProLine is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at JillCat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T dot com. Roast the marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your Snuggie, and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time for Melodic's Campfire. Hey y'all, welcome back to Mind a Melodic Podcast, where DJ Melodic tells us a story around the campfire. That's right, party people. This is Melodic's Campfire, where I get a chance to be your 2022 Teddy Ruxpin. This is probably going to be my favorite part of the podcast, where I get to let you guys know a little bit more about me. Queen Melody should learn because um, a lot of these stories she has not heard yet. Yes, I And you guys might learn, but not just about me. Maybe learn from the experiences. Hopefully, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, sad, or happy, Hopefully you learn and uh, come to appreciate the struggle. Maybe my kids uh, can appreciate it. Maybe your kids can learn, from it. learn, avoid maybe some of the mistakes, right? Right. Or adopt some of the wisdom and perspectives. Yes. I'm not a saint, I'm not a role model, but this is my story. So let's get into it. 
It all started in the 80s, early 80s. Mm -hmm. And I think if you were born in the early 80s, that means you're a baby kid. So I guess I'm a baby kid. <laughs> you were born in the early 80s? I was. Alright, well that means you're a baby kid. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of part of the same tribe. And uh, baby kids, they don't die. They multiply. <laughs> I was actually the first of six. So I'm the oldest out of my my brothers and sisters. My mother, she had me when she was 16. That's a that's a big statement nowadays. But back then, it was very very common. And in those days it was kind of like a epidemic you know teenage pregnancy it got so big right that um, they became to the point where they were having classes in school to, to kind of teach the younger ladies the perspective to avoid it years later generation later a couple of generations later now we have you know a more reasonable rate I guess you can say at least what I see. Right. Teenage pregnancy is still a thing. Just not. But back then it was an epidemic, for real. And I don't care what side of the tracks you're on, whether it's uh, rich or poor, you know. Mm -hmm. If you're a teenage parent or the child of one, the struggle is real. And. At the end of the day, you're having your kids having kids. So some of us adults have a hard time growing up, right? Right. And uh, it's not easy, to say the least. So my mom had me when she was 16, and then I, to, to my knowledge, I, I had never met my dad. My great grandma told me before she passed away that my dad held me one time just once just once so that's another issue on top of the teenage pregnancy you basically have a fatherless child right okay mm -hmm. so basically your grandpa was your dad or you raised you were raised by him well I like to tell people that I was not raised. Okay. I grew up. Okay. <clears throat> that's that's my mentality. Mm -hmm. um, that's my hindsight. But at that stage, <clears throat> I was the first child, and I know my grandpa loved me. I know he did. I guess you know what he could. But at the end of the day, he didn't raise me, you know. My mother had me when I was 16. My grandfather was a cop. Mm -hmm. okay? okay? My grandmother was a bartender. Okay. Alright. Which is pretty normal, I think, back then for... For women. women. Maybe. Yeah. Waitress, bartender. Um, but they are two different perspectives, you know, two different careers. My grandfather's out here spending his entire life devoted to fighting crime and protecting the streets of Buena Park. It was Buena Park PD. He was Buena Park PD. On the flip side, my grandma's getting drunk. She's getting high. Okay. And then getting divorced, that's another issue, but my grandfather is actually related to a rock star. Mm -hmm. And a president. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell you which ones. Melody, I don't want our listeners to judge me. Right. Or favor me. Mm-hmm. Or my podcast. Or my music. Because of who you're related to. Because of who 
your my it's like in my ancestor.com right right, right. <laughs> plug <laughs> <laughs> anyway we should have got paid for that one. <laughs> Oh, man. So, but they're in the blood, the family tree, right? Right. But that didn't give me no silver spoon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get no trust funds. So, <laughs> president, rock star, cop. I'm still born to a teenage mother. Right. Who ends up getting kicked out. Because she's pregnant. And um, my grandfather spent his career being a great cop. But that took away from being a great leader, a great family member, a great father, a great grandfather, or substitute father. Because people probably judged him for his daughter having a... being a teenage mom, maybe? I don't think... Oh, well... I don't know, I can't say that, but at the end of the day, he was devoted, he was at work all day. Mm. So he didn't have time to be a great all-star and substitute father. He had already got done being a parent, right? Mm -hmm. He raised (laughs) someone who had a kid, Kid. right? Right. It was her turn. So, excuse me, I had to take a little sip on my contigo. One of, one of my clients gave me a cool little cantico. So, um, anyway. So my grandfather's a cop. Related to a president. Related to a rock star. My dad's MIA. My mom is 16. And she gets kicked out. <clears throat> I can't really tell you the everyday life you know I wasn't there I can't tell you the the conversations and the disputes that the family had but I can tell you that it was unhealthy Mm -hmm. and it left me on the island at a very very early age for no reason Uh, a curse that I didn't deserve, right? Shortly after, my mother had another child. So now, I have a little sister. Mm-hmm. Another baby kid. Right. And, um... My mom's 17. Oh, so you guys are about a year apart. We're a year apart. Mm-hmm. And my mom... Had, wasn't even a senior yet and had two children. Right. So, as real as it gets, now you have two of those struggles. Yes. Two of those, oh, I wouldn't call myself a problem, but it is. It is. Any child is born to a teenage parent in a dysfunctional or distracted family. That's a problem. That's an additional problem on top of the problems. <clears throat> so, and this was common back in the day. I mean, right now, it's perspective for the kids. But back then, they're like, ah, I went through it too. You know, anybody my age, maybe one out of four, one out of five might have went through it, you know? Because, yeah. well, maybe not that number, but... A lot of numbers, because at least one, maybe one out of five knows somebody that went through it. Because you might go on a campus right now and not see a teenager pregnant. Yeah. You couldn't do that in the 80s. Yeah, there was always... There's always somebody somebody pregnant. Some if not other like multiples multiples yes they ended up getting after school programs and all sorts of education for it so on one side you have my grandfather pouring his heart out to be a great member of the community 
but the distraction is destroying another side of the community. You never seen it like that, you know. <laughs> you can't blame them. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to put the kids first. You're supposed to put the family first. And you have to sacrifice your money, your career, your pride, your pleasures, all those luxuries. On the flip side, my mom didn't really have a support system that she needed to flourish in that situation. And very few do. So, um, I'm two years old now. And I got a little sister, she's one. Um, I'm getting close to three. And my mom has a third child. Oh my goodness. Okay. We all have different dads. So, whether my mom was looking for a provider or looking for love, the situation compounded. The problem compounded. She ended up needing help. You know, she now she's trying to provide. She's basically bouncing around. And so she ends up living in like this trailer park, mobile home park. And I guess it was temporary, meant to be temporary, but the park had guidelines, restrictions on children, no children allowed. I didn't know I was told this by my grandmother, you know? And supposedly the park management said, you gotta go, the kids gotta go or you gotta go. So in a, I guess in an attempt to place me temporarily my mom had asked for help. And it was supposed to be for two weeks. Okay. Four weeks. A month. Short period of time. Temporary. <clears throat> but me and my sister, not my younger brother, but my sister, me and my sister, we ended up getting kidnapped. This, um, was a distant family member of my sister's, but not a relative of mine. And was supposed to watch us temporarily, but decided to take matters into their own hands because my teenage mother wasn't doing a good enough job. So they had good intentions? Not really, no. But or they made it out you, to that might have been the justification, right? Because you don't... <clears throat> you intervene in a different way if you have good intentions. Right. You take the mother in. You help support the mother, build a support system. Mm-hmm. Get her a job, get her a car. You know, build the credit. So she can take care of, you know, get her some higher education, right? Right. You don't take the kids and run, right? So whatever, I understand what you're trying to say, and that's a very naive, good-hearted perspective, you know? But at the end of the day, you throw it out the window, because anyone with common sense knows you intervene in a totally different way. You don't break the law. And so me and my sister were kidnapped. And it was a long, long journey. Very, 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 very long journey. I got stories to tell about my childhood, teenage years, and more. But that's where we're going to leave it for today. Okay.
because I've already taken 16 minutes of our podcast. And, um, you know, that's a crazy little campfire story. Right. right? A little start to my life. Right. My bio. What I do hope one day is that the bio, I can find a way to maybe turn into a book or a Netflix cartoon series or something crazy. But um, this is the beginning of my life. Born to a teenage mother. Related to a president, cop, rock star. But then falling through the cracks of life and end up getting kidnapped. And me and my sister were taken. And the next time I get to talk about my life, I'll tell you some more stories about what happened during that time and how long that was. But um, that's my campfire for today. That's my origin story. That's DJ Malak's personal biography. It's a true story, and I got many more to come. So, Queen Melody's gonna learn, you're gonna learn, and um, go ahead and, and maybe uh, take a shot of tequila for me, you know, because it's been a, it's been, it's been a, a, so a, a long journey, and uh, now we're here, and it's ready for the happy ending, and, yeah, but well, I hope so, <laughs> um, and we have this, uh, this crypto journey, you know, this, this space money to talk about next. Right. So let's go ahead and get into the next one. Take a quick break and come back with some Satoshi's, Satoshi's vibes. Yes, ma'am. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to interrupt this podcast to give a special shout out to 360 Fuego Music. If you're looking for that perfect wedding song or just in love, then you are going to love this song by 360 Fuego Music called Forever. It's out now on YouTube and SoundCloud, soon to be on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, Again, another shout out to 360 Fuego Music. You can find them on 360fuegomusic.com and check them out on social media. Welcome to Satoshi Vibes, Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. What's up, party people? Welcome back. You're tuned into a very special edition of Satoshi's Vibes. We had to take a quick break, but now it's time for the education hour. No. An hour? Yeah, we're not going to take an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what I'm tra- you know what I'm trying to say. Right. Alright, so what are we going to talk about in today's edition of Satoshi's Vibe? Well, what is an NFT? Right. An NFT. And, um... I gotta ask you before I, I explain anything or think about it going into detail. Gotta know where we're at, Melody. What is an NFT? Do you know? Mm, I don't remember. You don't know? No, I don't know. Do you have an idea, maybe? Is it. You said you, um. You thought you bought one. I. But you don't know. Thought I bought one. I thought it's an M- NFT. I believe it is. Um, but I'm not sure if it is or not. Okay. So you believe that an NFT is in some sort of class, and you thought you got something, but it doesn't fit in that category no more. I don't. I'm a little um, confused. No, I guess when I when I purchased it. Um, I can't remember if what are we, we talking were talking about, about that what it was an NFT. What are we talking about? What kind of NFT are you talking about right now? Um, top, top Shot. Top Shot. Top Shot. Top Shot. Yes. Wow. Okay. So you're confused if Top Shot is an NFT. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, well to tell you the truth, to be quick, to answer yes. And in fact, Top Shot was my first NFT. Okay. So, NFT is an acronym. It stands for Non-Fungible Token. Okay. Now, do you know what the word fungible means? okay I've explained it a couple times that's why it's a good example it's very prevalent for the listeners to understand that it takes repetition you are learning and absorbing and adapting faster than any of my friends any of my family and a lot of the people that have come in co-workers talk to people at the gym you are learning at a faster rate than a lot of your peers. But some of the stuff still slips through the cracks. Right. It's a different terminology. It's a different perspective. Applying the terminology and perspective to utilities or philosophy, games, education, tokens. like All this stuff is overwhelming. So it's okay that it slips through the cracks. Okay. You won't you won't get it all in one day. Right. Okay, it takes repetition. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't know if I've explained exactly what Top Shot is. Um, I thought I did, but we'll go ahead and review it again mm-hmm. so that. It's a good opportunity for you to to learn. A lot of the conversations that I wanted to have with you in the past couple of weeks, I held back. Right. Right? Yes. I told you... What did I tell you? You told me that you wanted to wait until we did on the podcast. Right. Because I can multi-purpose that time. Right. That breath. That energy. Yes. I didn't want to waste it. You're going to learn... As they do. Right. But I did teach you NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> you did, which is why I purchased it, but I couldn't remember exactly if they were considered that or not. I just I wanted to verify. So an NFT is a non fungible token. Mm-hmm. Basically what that means is that these items are non interchangeable. They are not equal in value. So, if you have a house, or anybody has a house, and a lot of these track houses, very similar models, they all look the same, right? Mm -hmm. But none of them are the same in value. Right. But a dollar bill. That's our number one currency, and if you give me a dollar on Tuesday, but I come back on Thursday and pay you back, or even Steven, right? Right. That's because those dollars are interchangeable. However, I gave you a totally different dollar. It's got a different serial number, different mint, different date, all the good stuff, right? Right. Mine might not even have the little, little protection gloss in it. It might be old. But you're still going to take it, wrinkled and everything. Right. Because you consider of equal value. NFTs are not. Okay? So a ball card. You might have a ball card. Mm -hmm. And that's what Top Shot is. Top Shot is a cyber version. A digital version of basketball cards okay. when I grew up I used to work at when I was a kid I used to work at the swap meet mm-hmm. and um, I would get these packs of um, 
baseball cards with bubble gum in them. <laughs> stale. <laughs> I bu- do remember those. Stale bubble gum, right? Yeah. Like you did not. It was hard. It would break, <laughs> break into like five different pieces. <laughs> It'll break your tooth. Yeah, your teeth off. yeah. But um, you get the ball pack, uh, the, the pack, and you get your ball cards. Uh-huh. And you know, I collected these. Right. Well, this was thirty years ago now, right? Uh-huh. We're living in an era now where eighty. Well, it depends on who you are. Eight hours to more is spent online right. for a lot of people per day. Mm-hmm. When you're spending this much time online, you're living online, it's just natural to have this type of evolution where you collect things online. Okay. So it's a, think about a digital basketball card. Mm-hmm. That's what Top Shot is. I explained this to you. But with Top Shot, let's just say they make a new LeBron James basketball card. Okay. Now, they're going to issue 5,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get number one, your card, your moment, it's actually called a moment. Because instead of it being a frozen steel frame picture, it's literally like a video clip of a real moment from the ball game. So instead of the, like on our baseball cards and our basketball cards, which is a frozen image, right. like a portion of the play, now you get the whole play. LeBron James steals the ball, dribble drives, shakes and bakes, then he rattles the rim. Instead of him just being stuck there with the ball. So you get the whole moment, right? But let's just say you got number one. Right. And I got number 600. Mm-hmm. Yours is worth more. It's the first in the print. Right. Okay. So no matter what, it's... It's worth more. Worth more. Because of their print. Right. Their mint. They minted that one first mm-hmm. on the blockchain. So, NFT, these moments, are the, it's the same moment. Right? Me and you have the same moment. But you have the first and I have number 600. Right. And because of that, they're non-fungible. They're worth something different. They're different in value. Their mint is different. Okay? Now, there's other NFTs out there. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, right now, a lot of people are collecting this thing called um, Board Apes. Board Ape Yacht Club. Something like this. And a lot of them are avatars and images. Real cool little artwork. Um, some of it's lame, but it's art and the NFTs. Some people will earn, I don't know if you've played Fortnite. Have you played Fortnite? No. Do you know what Fortnite is? I have heard of Fortnite, but I've never played it. These kids spend thousands of dollars of their parents' money on skins. You know what a skin is in the video game? (laughs) Is it like where you can create like a new person or something so you have a person Mm -hmm. and you can give them a new outfit right that's the skin so if you want to use a different skin in Fortnite, you have to earn it or buy it Mm -hmm. right right these kids will spend twenty dollars on a skin okay just to change the little avatars outfit so it looks cool to modify their personality right? right to fit them express themselves right well nowadays you can earn those skins in the game and resell them as nfts okay okay a lot of video games are giving you nfts within your play you're earning them while you're playing so 
you have ball cards, you have artwork, you have video game skins. Imagine getting like a Coca-Cola limited edition um, throwback classic retro digital, 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 all digital collectible. Right, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna offer it to the first ten people who solve the scavenger hunt online in the metaverse. Oh, right. So you find it, you get this, you own it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having, you know, a plaque on the wall or a collector's plate, but it's a collectible in cyberspace. An NFT is a non-fungible token. And there's various types, but what it means is it, it's a digital asset that holds value. Okay. And there might be others out there like it, mm-hmm. but none of those others that look like it demand and require the same value. Right, because all of them are different. Exactly. When you go to the Walmart, you see all the stuff on the shelf. It's different. Uh, it's all the same pricing, right? Like all the, the lotion or all the shoes, they're all the same pricing. It's different in, in the NFT world. They're non-fungible and they all hold their own values. So you should keep collecting your ball cards if you get a good deal. Um... Maybe the timing will be right and you hold them long enough, it'd be worth some value. But there's other, other NFTs out there. And um, I strongly suggest that if any of our listeners can earn them for free while playing a game, then they should. Or find a way to let their kids earn them for them. Because stacking up on these NFTs is the same as buying stocks. Mm-hmm. But you're earning them, right? For free. Right. And they're digital assets which expand your cyber portfolio. And in this world where the metaverse is being born, we don't know which one of these NFTs are going to hold value in 10 years. Some of them really are going to really hold a lot of value. Uh, Do you have any questions, Queen Melody? I mean, think about yourself as one of these listeners right now. What kind of question might the listener have about an NFT I can solve or, or answer before we cut this off? Non-fungible tokens, digital art, digital ball cards, digital collectible items. Mm -hmm. Any questions? Do you have any other ones besides the Topshop? Okay, so I I did look for a lot of different ways to obtain NFTs. Mm -hmm. Most of them are on Ethereum networks and cost a lot of gas. Mm -hmm. So I cut myself short. I scrounged the bottom of the barrel, you you could say. And I was lucky to find Top Shot. And I did find another game, um, which so far has made me probably about four grand. Um, worth of NFTs but we're going to talk about that one down the road we're going to make a whole segment for that one okay. it's a little surprise um, for the people that continue to keep listening so Good yeah yeah um, but if if, if, if if you're if you're a good girl maybe um, you know maybe I'll text you a link or something 
Okay, thank you. Uh, get, get you a head start on, on a, at least on the listeners. Right. <laughs> Since I am, I should test it out beforehand. Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll, right. See, you look at you. Yeah. Always sweet talking yourself into the <laughs> shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, you're going to test it out for them. Yes. Okay, and then we'll tell them if it's real or not. Mm-hmm. If I'm lying or not, right? Right. Okay. So that's DJ Melodic, Queen Melody. And that was another episode, another edition, excuse me, of Satoshi's Vibes, where we talk about the blockchain, crypto, and preserving Satoshi's vision. A lot of this stuff came from a a, a derivative of, uh, excuse me, a branch, an olive branch of Satoshi's vision. So if it wasn't for Satoshi's invention... We would not be here right now. Right. And yeah, NFTs probably existed in a form in video games long before Satoshi thought about Bitcoin. But his blockchain and crypto revolution has kind of brought it to the forefront. NFTs are changing the world. And you're going to need them. In, and you're going to earn them in various ways in the metaverse. And they're all going to hold a value. Because they're digital assets. Good. Good to know? Good to know. All right. All right. Appreciate you guys this time. We're going to go ahead and take a break and get into the next segment. Hey, baby. Want to see my NFT? Food reviews, local music, rising stars, and current events. This is is your Spotlight of the Day. Welcome back, everybody. You're tuned in to the Mind of Melodic podcast. This is the part of the episode where we talk about the Spotlight of the Day. What's today's, who's today's spotlight, Melody? Cowskate Grand Terrace. Cowskate Grand Terrace. Why did we choose them? Because we were here today. We went skating? We went skating. (laughs) (laughs) I have not been skating since I was a child. Uh Uh-oh. A kid. So, it was so much fun. I had a, a blast. What, two decades? Three? Maybe three decades. Maybe three decades. Maybe even longer. And um, why did I take you? Because we were celebrating my birthday this week. Oh, your birthday is this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start the week at, the week off, off the right way. Right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the whole time I'm praying that you don't fall because <laughs> I didn't want to ruin your birthday week. Mm-hmm. But um, And I didn't. We didn't. We both did not. Neither one of us fell. And um, I had a couple close calls. Close calls, but I was able to balance myself and plus you you were helping. You mean Superman came in (laughs) with his cape. And you helped me save save the the day. day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It was a good time and definitely a throwback flash like um, just a flash of nostalgia. And, um, you know, when those lights go out, and, I mean, it's kind of cool in there. You know, I got the AC pumping, and then you got the wind blowing, and... The music vibing, the music going, you're just going. The whole, the rest of the world disappears. So we had a good time. Yes. And we found a way to incorporate them into our podcast. Yes. And share with you what's going on in the mind and the life of Melodic. And... Miss Queen Melody. <laughs> so you better say your happy birthdays on your on your social media if you hear this. And um, big shout out once again to our to spotlight of the day. Calskate Grand Terrace. Go ahead and follow them on Twitter, Instagram. They're under new management. And it, it really looked like they had their, their stuff together. It was a, definitely a pleasant experience. For all ages, we seen a grandma out there doing a thing. Right. Grandma was flying. Flying. <laughs> <laughs> Would recommend it for everybody who wants to take their children, have family night. They have different days, like oh, eighties nights, nineties nights. Yeah. So every day is different. Yeah. Every day has a theme. R and B night. Yes. 
Yeah, it was def definitely cool. And then there was actually, we got something to drink and it wasn't even that, it wasn't too expensive. Mm -hmm. you, you know that the, the local uh, water parks and whatnot are, <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll guide you with the gotcha. prices. Yes. And uh, it was actually pretty reasonable and it was really clean and um, everybody was very helpful so um, and, and entertaining and entertaining alright yes. so go ahead and check it out Cowskate Grand Terrace and now, and now it's Vibing with Melody your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic edition of Vibing with Melody. I'm Queen Melody. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Thank you. I think Queen Melody just turned 21. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm going to take her out to get some drinks. I think you're being very nice. <laughs> she's, finally, she's finally old enough to drink. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is the part of the episode where we vibe with Melody. Right. And we get to know her, or a little bit of her perspective. Lately, she's been sprinkling us with the secret sauce, giving us some good advice and some good perspective. But um, it's her birthday, so let's give her the night off. And... Uh, Maybe get to know her a little bit better for me, myself, and for our listeners. If you don't mind, Queen, Your I, Majesty. I don't mind. Right, right. So go ahead and uh, rest your crown. Okay, take, you want me to take it off? Take, take the weight off your shoulders. Okay, I'll just do it for right now. Thank you. Just, just you know, you don't have to wear the high heels. Just put on the chaklas. <laughs> let, let the piggies breathe. Ooh, should I put my slippers on then? Yeah, comfy. yeah, you have the comfy. Yeah, no. let's get comfy. Well, it's warm, so you might need some sandals. It's warming up. Oh, yeah, slippers, true. slippers are for winter, right? Right. And then sandals are for or summer. summer. That's, that's how I gotta do it. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. But you know, the queen. You know what? This is your kingdom. You make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So we need to know. I need to know. What did the queen dream about being when she was? A tiny little girl. Um, so I love children, and I always wanted to either own my own daycare or to be a nurse that handles the babies after they're born. So you were one of those little baby kids running around, dragging your little cabbage patch doll everywhere. Yeah, or the water babies. And the water baby, mm -hmm. baby alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's the motherly of you. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with it. And then today, in 2022, uh, you might have a, a job you like, maybe, but if you could just fly away and end up in a dream job of your of your choice the wiser older version of you would you still what would your career choice be right now actually i do wish i would have got into my own daycare and have my own business like uh -huh. that. yeah well maybe this bitcoin will make that happen for you maybe yeah maybe you can learn how to make some dividends on the stocks and Make that dream come true. Yeah. That would be actually pretty cool because the world, I know personally, the world needs a lot more love and a lot more guidance for our youth, especially the lost ones. So that, that'd be cool. Okay, so what's the queen's go-to dish for her birthday? <laughs> Okay, let's just say go-to food. What kind of food would you have on your birthday? What's your birth so choice? So, I always... Majority, I think. I don't... Mostly, all the time. Um, <laughs> mostly, all the time. 
Um, I think every year so far, I've gone to Dragon House in Marina Valley. Oh, wow. Okay, local spot. Local spot. Your birthday go-to? Yes. All right, all right. Well, maybe Santa Claus can make that happen for you. I don't know. Uh, Dragon House. Mm -hmm. I, I've never been there. Really? Yeah, so... So, I feel like it's the best Chinese food Local. restaurant locally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe uh, it's not too late and maybe have a chance to get squeeze it in for your birthday, right? Right. All right. So, then, um, is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners as far as the podcast or your year, your birthday's going? Um, so, so far, I'm having a really good start for what, the year. What did you want for your birthday this year? Um, well, for my birthday, I don't really, I feel like I'm too old. Like, too I just want to relax and just, just relax. chill. I thought you were 21. <laughs> You're supposed to get I out. think you're giving Look, me a little too much good credit. You're supposed to get out there like DJ Paula D and just pump it, you know? Okay. Get We're going to go get, like get out there like clubbing. The, yeah, and... get out there like like some Jersey Shore style, you know? <laughs> just turn Turn hey, up. Yeah, and aren't they are how aren't they 50 and they're still partying? <laughs> <laughs> but we're not that old yet, so we, we could turn it up, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, well... I guess that's enough for vibe and what Melody did today. She's got a birthday to celebrate, y'all. So wish her the, 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 the greetings and um, go ahead and show some love and support. And until next time, next episode, she'll be back with the saucy secret minerals and spices and <laughs> some facts and good news for your perspective so we can rewire you like Cupid rewired her. Thanks, guys. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is The Road to Glory. Alright, alright. Welcome back to another edition of The Road to Glory. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about the fork in the road that took your legends and your heroes down the path, the path of success, success, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> getting, get, late. getting a little late, getting, getting, a, little getting late. a little worn down, right, but we're going to bang out this podcast, exactly, all right, so let's talk about the hero, the legendary, the man, the myth that they call Art LeBeau, <laughs> you know Art LeBeau? Um, yes. So I would listen to him when I was younger every Sunday night to go to sleep. So you listened to him when he was a baby kid? <laughs> yes. And I think that was probably his purpose in life, was to calm those baby kids and put them to bed <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> Make sure you go to sleep. <laughs> well, he had uh, a syndicated uh, a radio show that was syndicated and it was on because of the syndication, that means it was broadcasted on multiple stations, multiple channels throughout the nation, throughout mm -hmm. the globe. So a lot of people got exposed to Art LeBeau. It wasn't just one station. Right. A lot of regions did. And his oldie show was definitely the weekend vibes. Something that, that set the tone um, for the weekend. And... Um, you know, it's, it's they don't make music like that no more. They so. sure don't. So it's definitely uh, something, a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. And shake off all that other monotony that was out there. Um, I grew up listening to him. He put me to sleep. But it was his radio swagger that kind of inspired me. And it, and it was a soothing, calming voice that that you just couldn't hate on. You, you had to love it. And you, you could tell 
by his tone and his reactions and his engagements that it was coming from the right place and he was a good good hearted man and you got any facts I asked you to check up some of the facts on Art Laveau I know he had a show for a very long time you want to tell us a little bit about it so his radio station debuted in 1943 wow which was during World War II um, on K-San in San Francisco while time, he was... Stressed. Time out, time out. 1943. 1943. And we're over here in... Um, 2022. 20, so it's about 80 years ago. Mm. Is when Art LeBeau... First started. First made his radio debut. Yes. And the man's still kicking. Still kicking. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. So he was stationed in San Francisco um, at the Treasure Island... He was um, so he's a in the veteran. Navy. Yes. He's a veteran. That's good to know. Salute. Right. Oh, wow. So yeah. I also know that he had like different concerts. Have you ever gone to one of his concerts? Yeah, I've been to one with an ex. Baby Mama. Um, I love Art LeBeau, so I had to get in there while I could. I want to go again soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's something to, to do with your love bird. You know, you don't really go to an event like that single. You, you, you try to go holding hands. Right. Any more facts, Melody? Um, he actually pioneered the request and dedication concept while he was at K-San, um, where he would take phone calls from listeners on air while playing big band and jazz records late nights. So he he was one of the first ones to to take the call-ins from the listeners, and that actually stuck with him throughout the remainder of his career. Yeah, people would call in from everywhere to to give a shout out and dedication, and that's part of the reason we're going to incorporate that here. Make sure if you got a shout out, we're going to get it out there for you. Just just get at us. He studied radio engineering at Stanford University, and you said he came up with the moniker. Oldies but goodies. Oldies but goodies. Mm-hmm. So that's his slang. slang. That's his term. Right. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So kind of like the legendary Chick Hearn. Yes. He he, he kind of had a little uh, a moniker, a saying that it's probably gonna outlive him. Mm-hmm. Oldies but goodies. Right. And. Uh, we're going to have to check it out soon because um, now that we're talking about it, I'm kind of feeling like it. <laughs> you want to go to one of those concerts? Yeah, I just feel like listening to some of those throwbacks. Right. You know? I have a few of them on my phone, actually. And they feel goods and, and they make mm-hmm. your soul feel a totally different way. Yes. So Calm big sh- and soothing. <laughs> big shout out. Much love. Big hugs to the great, the legendary Art LeBeau. You heard it here. His fork in the road. It started in 1943 as a Navy veteran radio host that um, stuck with it for 80-something years. 80-something years. And still going. And still going. So, uh, big shout out. Much love. Art LeBeau. We're going to tag him. Surprise him with this Surprise one. Him. <laughs> rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. This is part of the episode where we are going to say goodnight. Um, it's way past DJ Melodic's bedtime. <sighs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But before I say goodnight and, and drool on my pillow, um, I got to say happy birthday one more time. Thank you. Um, Your Majesty, I really appreciate you contributing, and I hope that this year is your best year ever. 
Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, it was fun talking about our LeBeau. Yes. We talked about the NFTs. I told you a little bit about my life. That's the rewind. The next episode, we're going to go ahead and learn more from Queen Melody. We're going to learn also about the metaverse. I'm going to break down the metaverse in case you don't know. Um, we got a couple special segments for you. And add some new twists to the podcast. But until then, it's time to say goodnight. We need to give us another shout oh, out yeah. to our sponsor. Big shout out to the sponsor of the day. Jill Cat Proline. Jill Cat Proline. Um, big ups, much love. We really appreciate you putting a couple pennies in our piggy bank so that we could get this snowball rolling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be all for today, folks. It's time to put her in the fridge. The lights are out. The eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. And that jello's jiggling. <laughs> Bye, guys. And now, another melodic exclusive. You will not hear this song anywhere else.
want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jillcat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T dot com.